Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast, where we talk about all things divinely aligned. This is Elena Lipson, your host for these conversations and meditations. And today, I want to talk about this idea that you can have it all and why you can't actually have it all, but with a little bit of a caveat. It's a little bit of a trick statement, but it's because I want to bring your attention to this whole idea of having it all and why it's like a thing that's talked about where you can have it all, you can have all that you want. And it's actually kind of a misappropriate term because I'm going to share with you what the solution is to having it all and why having it all is actually kind of backwards. First and foremost, when I talk about alignment in my work as a business coach, it is a little bit of a rewiring (laughs) because when we come into this idea of entrepreneurship and building a business, and especially in this online space, or actually even not online, but it's very, very prevalent online, that we sort of come into this new space and we are learning from other coaches who teach coaches to coach and be better coaches. (laughs) And so we get caught up in this idea of what quote unquote success as a coach looks like. Um, And oftentimes we are guided by our coaches, (laughs) me included, to have a certain list of things in order to be a successful coach. And a lot of that includes a certain kind of website with certain kind of brand pictures, with certain kind of wealth goals or income goals, with certain kind of clients doing certain kind of coaching. And it all becomes this really strange cycle of everyone starting to look the same. Um, In fact, there's this kind of waves of branding colors and images and styles that you start to see and you're like, oh, I swear I just saw that somewhere else. And whenever you do see someone who sort of stands out of the crowd, it's really refreshing, but it's getting more and more difficult to stand out of the crowd because there's like a morphing of all things online coaching and branding. The same thing happens in our lives, right? We get taught from a very early age what success looks like in marriage, in life, in uh, a woman's life specifically. And it's funny because I'm actually recording this on International Women's Day, which I don't even know. 
I don't know how it started. <laughs> I, I usually look these things up. I'm like, where did Valentine's Day start? And where did Mother's Day start? And where did International Women? I mean, it's great. Listen, it's awesome. I see every single social media feed right now is filled with celebrations of the women we know and love and women in history and women accomplishing things. And it's amazing. But the interesting thing is, to what I what I see, and I invite you to look too, is that the women who have been most, I would say, successful long-term and sort of are put up on this pedestal have also been kind of controversial in their own way, whether it's an artist like Frida Kahlo or um, you know, inventors and scientists, is women who bucked the norm of the day right? They weren't just following the prescribed formula for a woman's life of what having it all looks like, because every era has its own having it all formula, right? Like the housewife of the fifties, right? If you wore these cute dresses and, um, you know, stayed home and cleaned the house and made dinner, like that was sort of the visual of the 50s, right? Whereas in the 80s, having it all was like, no, you have your badass job and you're wearing a suit and you have your, um, you know, your house is all glamorous and you're like, there's, you know, like, listen, I'm saying, I'm saying this as a visual for you to see that every era has its own having it all. And regardless of what era we're talking about, who tells you what having it all looks like? It's not you, most likely, unless you sort of woke up to this idea of, wait a minute, I don't have to have this all. I get to have my all. And whenever I meet that woman, like it's so amazing and so refreshing. And I strive to be that woman. I, I, I hope I am that woman. And yet I, I and so many women that I know and have worked with over the last several decades, two decades plus decades now, um, come to their own point of like, wait a minute, <laughs> who am I now? Now that I'm a mom and a wife and, a, and a, maybe an entrepreneur and like, who am I now? Because each of those labels has a having it all quality to it, right? We all sort of get to decide from externally what having, what being a good mother is and what being a successful entrepreneur is and what being a good wife is, right? And, and I just like, oh, I just want to shake it all off. <laughs> like, I just want to shake it all off because what that does, what this having it all idea that comes from an external point of control gives you is a lack of inner worth, a lack of self-worth because you're always forever trying to live up to this version of having it all as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a successful coach, as a good mom, as an intimate, loving, supportive wife, right? And I'm not saying we buck all those, what I am suggesting is that there is another way that's possible. I want to share with you my take on having it all. And I invite you to do the same, <laughs> but let's just kind of follow this rabbit hole for a little bit. We, what, here's, here's the thing that, that sort of fuels this fire. And what I invite you to do as part of my suggestion is going to sound sort of simplistic, but it is quite powerful and quite effective when you start to be fully present for this awareness. The having it all is a myth that is sold to us. And it's sold to us through the 
venues that you hang out in. And one of the venues that you and I and all of us hang out in is the online world, social media. And this is not like a bashing of social media. This is in fact an invitation to engage with social media as a conscious human being. <laughs> more and more though, I'm seeing people who are like, I'm out and I'm, I'm done with this. And I think that's a good too. Like, listen, do what works for you. That's what we're speaking about here today. But if you, with, <laughs> I'm laughing here because it's like three different directions I want to go in. My mind is going faster than my mouth. Okay. The way that this gets triggered for you and for me and for all of us women who are out in the world to believe that we are behind, not good enough, not on the right path, should be somewhere else, something better or different than the life that we are living is the visual representation of the life that we see on social media, right? Which we know, like intellectually, we know that this is just a glimpse into someone's life. And maybe there are even a few women out there who you're like, no, their life is pretty rad and I want it. Like it's pretty badass and you want it. Like I'll take her life even with some bad stuff, right? You're like, I'll take it. But in that, in that switching, wanting to switch lives or, or envying without conscious envy, meaning like allowing it to intrinsically motivate you, you are putting yourself on a really dangerous path of not living your own life and letting it pass you by in a way that's going to be very painful and filled with regret as you move forward in life. So when we hop onto social media, like you're, you wake up in the morning and you've got all this shit you want to do today. And all of a sudden you pop onto Instagram and you see like someone that you admire, or maybe you're in the same industry. And all of a sudden she's like doing amazing things and she's celebrating her wins and she's showing you this cool trip she went on and on and on and on, you, even just a glimpse of it. Right. And all of a sudden your inner gremlins are starting to get nervous. <laughs> I call mine the nervous Nelly. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not where I want to be. Why am I not there? What, how, what, you know, look at all the ways I procrastinated and look at the things I haven't done. And like, it just is this really terrible spiral of thought that is not leading anywhere good. So what I have come to learn, and I believe this like a million percent. And if you are one of the tiny percent that this doesn't apply to, then congratulations. <laughs> but starting your day with social media within the first hour or so is a very slippery slope to <sighs> regret, to comparison, to massive procrastination based on fear, to self-betrayal, to self-doubt, to feeling like you are not good enough. And it's not even a conscious thing that happens. It's a very like tiny cut by tiny cut, right? It's like death by a thousand cuts. That's kind of what this comparison switch that turns on does to you. And even though you have your own dreams and your own visions, the more you spend time, especially that in that first hour of the morning, the more you spend time looking at other people's stuff beyond inspiration, like, like inspiration happens within a few minutes, right? Beyond that, now you're just down the dark hole of comparison. And that's when you start thinking, oh, I can't have it all. I don't have it all. I'll never have it all. Why should I even try? 
right? And that's not something maybe even like that you're consciously thinking that way, but it starts to eat away at your uniqueness, at your, your definition of all. And so what I want to suggest to you here is that you can have it all, but, and I don't usually use but, <laughs> but it has to be all defined by you. What does all mean to you? Does it mean that you get to be a traveling nurse and travel around the country making mad cash and you don't decide not to have kids or get married early in life? Or does it mean that you buy a van and travel across the country with your family exploring amazing places? Does it mean that you have six children and homeschool and make every meal from scratch? Does it mean that you're home with your babies and you decide to start a clothing line and do it from home? Does it mean that you decide to become an astronaut? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But what I do know is that you have the choice to do it your way. And as soon as you decide your way that you wanna become the best crochet artist in the world and crochet like, you know, car covers <laughs> or I don't know, cat sweaters or whatever, right? You wanna teach other people to do the same or you wanna be a teacher online or you want to be a dancer and teach people how to get back into their groove after age 60, I don't know, like, uh, I hate using the word like, but here I am. <laughs> you get to decide what your all is. You get to decide what your all is, and then you can have it all, right? And I want to encourage you and invite you to include wealth and money on that all. Because part of the way that we limit ourselves and part of the way that society limits women is to make you dependent on someone else. And this is different than interdependent. Interdependent is a beautiful ecosystem where you as a whole individual come together with other individuals or one individual and you support each other by design. You support each other by intention. Not because you don't have any choices, not because you can't leave because you're dependent on someone else financially, not because you feel like you don't have any other options because you don't feel worthy of any other options, not because you don't, aren't declaring your boundaries and your power within the relationship you already have that makes it so much better, right? So you get to decide that money and a wealth get to be part of your all. And I would encourage you to do that. And I would encourage you if you're saying to yourself right now, yeah, but money is an external construct that you know society and capitalism, blah, blah, blah. Listen, a woman who makes money impacts the world. A woman who makes money changes other people's lives. A woman who makes money has choices. A woman who makes money gets to be generous to herself and to her family and to her friends and to the world. A woman who makes money can invest in opportunities and other women's businesses or children or animals or nature or artistry or music or education, right? You can have fun. So 
I'm going to be talking with you more and more here about really reclaiming wealth as part of your all, especially if you're someone who's been taught that money is for others, especially if you've been taught that money doesn't grow in trees and money is for the wealthy and wealthy aren't nice and on and on. We get to re-decide, reclaim. And I'm going to show you how to do that very soon. I have something incredible coming out very, very soon. I'm going to share the details in the next couple of weeks to help you do just that, to reclaim wealth as part of your all. So let's wrap kind of that, that bundle back around here. You can have it all as long as the all that you claim is based on what you decide. It takes time. It takes refinement. It takes curating. It takes conscious time with yourself, getting to know yourself away from external sources, which is social media, which is other people in your life who are, you know, telling you what you should want to have to have and have to want, right? It is about unplugging from anything else except for your spirit, your body, your inner knowing, your intuition. This is the inner work. This is the body wisdom work that I teach. Through my coaching, I help you reconnect with that. That is your stream of insight and wisdom, not social media, right? Social media is there to entertain us, to share information, not to claim our entire existence and to dissuade us from living life on our own terms. So back to what I had said, that first hour of your day and I will add on the last hour of your day, at least, at least, are optimally spent without input from social media, <laughs> without news, without Instagram, without Facebook, without anything else except for you and your connection to yourself. That is your anchor. And if you're having a hard time doing it, it's because you've been sort of programmed to be addicted to the input from others. And that's okay. We all are there at some point. And it's a daily striving. It's a daily choice. It's a daily intention to come back to yourself. So the, the way that I teach, the way that I inspire, the way that I encourage the women that I work with is to, you know how when you wake up in the morning and you're like, in that split second, you have a choice, right? You have a choice of, do I do something for myself now? Do I fill my own mind, body, spirit with what I desire? Or do I hop on Instagram? And usually you don't even have to time to think that out loud before your hand is like having an out-of-body experience reaching for your phone. Well, what I do is through my coaching, through specifically in this case, through my magic morning practice that I've created is to help you create a habitual practice to come to yourself first and last every single day to create that container of anchoring into your soul knowing your intuitive knowing so that you can have it all so that you can define what all means for yourself so that you can align with what you truly desire so that you can connect spirituality and strategy in creating a life on your own terms. That's what daily alignment is. That is what daily alignment is. And the outcomes of that are confidence, inner knowing, 
having it all on your own terms, reclaiming your relationship with money. And I would highly encourage you to start with the free offering that I have in my show notes on Instagram, in my bio called the magic morning habit. Start there where I teach you how to start each day and end each day anchoring into your inner self. (sighs) Okay. I love this topic. It's so important. It's so important for me to empower you as a woman to live life your way and always through daily alignment practices and strategies. And if you are who I think you are, based on everything I know about my listeners and the audience that I've worked with, you are either in the online entrepreneurial world or you want to be. This is critical for you to start off on the right foot, to recalibrate back to what you know, to why you started a business in the first place, and to give yourself permission to add wealth and money onto your all. (laughs) Like that is so huge, right? Because otherwise, why be in business, right? Business makes money. Money creates massive joy and generosity and change for the world. So start with a magic morning habit. I inspire you to do that. (laughs) And if you are looking for more personal, intimate guidance, I have something really special coming for you very soon. I will be opening up the wait list in the next couple of weeks. I'll give you more information on that as soon as I have it ready for you to go look at, but just know I've got your back. I want you to have a shitload of money so that you can live your life, your, your life, your all version of life. Okay. I'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, from this conversation. And the best way to do that is either to leave a comment on iTunes or to snapshot this and send me a message or tag me in in a story on Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson. I would love to know, did I piss you off? (laughs) Did I inspire you? Did I give you something to think about that you haven't seen in a certain way before? Because that is what I'm here to do as your intuitive business coach. Okay, thank you for being here with me today. If you're still listening, then we're going to have some fun together. I promise you I have something really cool coming your way. Um, Okay. Find me on Instagram. Let me know what you thought. And thank you for being here. I wish you take a deep breath with me. We must breathe and be present in order to experience alignment in the present moment. All right. I'm going to go outside because it is beautiful and sunny out there and I need some fresh air. I have been in front of my laptop for hours and hours and it's time to go play and enjoy. All right, I'll see you on the next episode and take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift 
And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.